This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast, hosted by Alec, Kevin, Randy, and Xavier. A show that explores the maybes, how comes, and what ifs of life. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversations today. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another one of our Earth's Wonders and Mysteries series. Today, guys, we are going to look at the mystery that is Atlantis. Now, before ah! we get... Ah! I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Scared me a little bit. Anyways, uh, before we get into the history and some facts and stuff about Atlantis, what do you guys know about Atlantis? Mermaids! Under the water. Under the sea. Yeah. Under the sea. Yeah, well, yeah. Copyright. Sure. No. Uh, so, mermaids and undersea. Anything else you know about it? Fuck, we're cringe. Can we start over? <laughs> um, that it's a myth. It's a myth? You think it's a myth? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it's a myth, but a lot of people say it's a myth or a fairy tale or a legend, rather. Yeah, yeah. What do you say, Alec? Um... Yeah, I agree. A lot of people say it's a myth or it's used, like, obviously, Xavier was singing Little Mermaid uh, mm-hmm. or in comic book things like Aquaman, you know? Yeah, it's definitely used as a dream location for heroes that revolve around water, uh, mysterious happenings. Um, and it's crazy why I think this is a perfect one for Earth's Wonders and Mysteries is this this fairy tale this this area that has never been found, never been seen, has been evolving in, in our like mainstream media for hundreds of thousands of years. Like this came from uh, Plato. He had one of his two dialogues, one of his works, back in 300 BC. So like that tells you how long this has been going on for. Uh, and it's always coming up. People are always trying to say that they found it or they know where it's located. Um, and like I said, so it's from Plato in his work. Uh, he described a uh, area. And everybody, when they think of Atlantis, they think of like extraordinary locations and uh, this magical place that was great. But that's not what Plato described at all. Uh, Plato described a society that overreached itself. Uh, They were rich, powerful, uh, wealthy technology events, military power, and they just kind of destroyed themselves. Something that is really like he was kind of warning people of his generation, the Greeks and things like that. And it's, I think, a reason why it's so powerful and stays around so long is to tell that it's literally as old as time. Like, we have nations that rise that become too powerful and too arrogant and then fall. What do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, history repeats itself, right? So it definitely is a, a story that fits a lot of current and past time and therefore keeps itself relevant mm-hmm. due to being similar. Yes. I concur. <laughs> Could I have said it better? So you didn't answer it. Wait, what did he say? Piggybacker, you piggybacked. Okay, all right, all right. He said everything that that it needed to be said, and I I agree one hundred percent. So a lot of people use Plato's work as proof that uh, Atlantis was just a plot device in his stories, uh, mostly because one, they haven't found any place that is sim- similar to what uh, 
he wrote about and they can't line it up with any Greek civilization that went away. That is one of the the things around Atlantis is that they're saying that uh, since Plato didn't actually make up this story, there's there's rumors, proof or whatever that uh, he got the idea of Atlantis from his grandfather, got it from a traveling man. So like this was a handed down story to Plato and it just happened that Plato wrote about it and people loved it and have used it to now. Um, so that's one idea around Atlantis is it was just a Greek civilization that was very powerful and then just disappeared. Like the civilization died, just like many things in our world. Uh, and they just moved on. Um, so now uh, there are, I found a cool article that I think would be fun to go through. It's the top six theories about Atlantis. So we'll just go through them real quick and talk about them and uh, see if any of them actually make sense. Yeah. Uh, so the first one was Atlantis was a mid-Atlantic continent that suddenly sucked into the ocean. That's obviously the biggest uh, hmm. theory around Atlantis is that it was there one day and then it just, just fell deep. into the Atlantic Ocean, which is a few hundred feet deep. Um, one uh, great writer, Donnelly, described a continent floating by shifting ocean waters that sank into the exact location Plato said it did, which is the Pillars of Hercules. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think that if Atlantis is real, that's probably most likely what happened. I mean, California is about to be Atlantis 2.0, and you mm -hmm. know, anytime, actually. So well, it's kind of, you know, with Pangea and things like that, and the concept behind, you know, the Earth splitting, kind of separating that way, it's almost inevitable that there were small pieces or pieces and parts that probably fell off or sunk into what we know as the oceans now. So mm -hmm. it seems plausible. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Definitely. I think that's the leading theory. If it did exist and it was so advanced, we would, if it was on an island still above sea level, uh, we would have found some kind of evidence of their building, their science or whatever, just like the uh, Mayans, just like uh, the ancient Egyptians. Uh, so then the second theory goes back to our previous episode of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, so many people inspired by Plato and Donnelly's works uh, have moved on to it and said that they believe Atlantis was swallowed by the Bermuda Triangle. And that is what causes many of the disturbances in the Bermuda Triangle is this, this area, their island was full of magic and science. And whenever someone goes around it, it causes uh, all kinds of issues like we talked about in the previous episode. It makes some sense. I was going to say that's also a possibility. Like we said, because it has the deepest <clears throat> area in the world. Uh, so definitely could be whatever down there and we just would never see it. Uh, the third one I think is actually a cool one that I've never heard until I saw this uh, article. Atlantis was Antarctica. Uh, so... There Can't confirm, never been to Antarctica. <laughs> True. Uh, this is based off of the work of Charles Hapgood. Uh, he wrote a book in 58 that kind of followed some stuff that Einstein said. Uh, he believed around 1,200 years ago, the Earth's crust shifted, uh, displacing Antarctica from 
being a part of the northern continents. Uh, and when that happened, the civilization was on that continent and it moved too far south and it froze them. And a bunch of the Atlantis things are buried under layers and layers of ice that we just can't find. It's actually a super dope theory, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, it I, leads some credence to, you know, the inability to find any sort of concrete evidence of its existence. Yeah, I think I like that theory more than it being underwater, too. I think it's just a little bit more uh, badass. I definitely think the theory of it being underwater is still creditable. I mean, yeah. there's definitely places, you know, I think there isn't there still depths that we haven't even... Oh Search. yeah, yes sir. Yeah, I, I think like uh, we've the deepest we've gone was what uh, or at least deepest man was uh James Cam- Cameron's uh uh submarine is the deepest man we've went, and I think we sent a machine like maybe a few hundred feet farther down than that, and there were still thousands of feet uh deeper into the ocean. I mean uh. I, I was. I remember seeing a video that shows like the depths that we traveled, or uh, of the ocean, and like pretty basic ocean before it even gets dark can fit the Empire State Building in it. Like, so like definitely can fit probably a continent there, <laughs> and then uh, and some. Like I think it was like ten to twelve Empire State Buildings before you get to where there's no light, where no light can reach, and so like well, there's so much that we can't possibly see in the darkness of the ocean. What kind of spooky, scary things live down there? Right? Yeah, I'd rather just not find out. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm cool never knowing. Uh, but I think the Antarctica one would be really cool. Uh, obviously, people have used that theory for different uh, movie plots. Uh, like You can think of Transformers, the Transformer that's stuck down in Antarctica that they bring back up to the uh, dam in vegas uh so yeah i think that would be a cool one and it, it would make sense like there's still a lot of antarctica that we don't know uh and so it's totally plausible unlikely but plausible uh so the next theory is that uh the story of atlantis was just a retelling of the black sea flood uh so this theory is assuming that atlantis is fictional uh but it was just a retelling of uh, the story of the Black Sea. Uh, the Black Sea was a freshwater lake half its current size, so it was smaller. Uh, and mm. when it flooded, it flooded a civilization, and they just went away. Uh, and so it's kind of a retelling of a civilization that lived somewhere they shouldn't have, and they thrived in that location, but then it caught up to them in the end. So it's really not a theory or like a theory you can dive into, but it's just a, yeah, that could, could be just someone, uh, you know, rewriting works. We do that often in this age. That's for sure. Uh, the next one is Atlantis is the story of the Mioan civilization, uh, which flourished in the Greek islands uh, from 2500 to 1600 B.C. So a good, what was that, 1,300 years before Plato wrote the story, another powerful Greek civilization that lived. The picture they're showing is like a 
uh, looks like a horseshoe island in the middle of the ocean. Uh, hmm. Is one of the most recent theories uh, for it. Um, apparently, they were a very powerful uh, civilization that was named after their king, Mios. Um, they're believed to be Europe's first great civilization. Um, they built palaces, constructed roads, uh, were actually the first Europeans to use written language. Um, and it says at the height of the power, they just disappeared, which always turns out to be, I think it more revolves around, we just lose track of documents, but apparently they just disappeared and, uh, they think that it could have been because of a earthquake or a volca volcano eruption that just took them out or tsunamis because they were in the middle of the ocean. Interesting. What if they're just like left? They just bounced. They were smart enough to see that the you know it was going down, and they just like had a boat, and they spread out throughout Europe, and just, that was it. Which would happen if you think about like if you have to where you're thriving at, you go to another person's place. You're not just going to all of a sudden take it over unless you're coming with military power. You're going to mm -hmm. have to fit in, and so Adapt. you you can still Similar. go someplace and be wealthy and just live well. And your people just live. So yeah, I definitely think that's a plausible one where they just up and left because the place wasn't inhabitable anymore. And then the final theory, which is a very prevalent theory when it comes to Atlantis. We hinted at it earlier, but Atlantis never existed. It is just a story invented by Plato to uh, make his works more powerful. Also... Definitely possible. I, I was gonna say I th I think that is very very possible, especially uh, for like the Greece and all that when they already believed in their own mythology. What's adding another story to it that ties in that mm -hmm. would be like, yeah, this makes sense to our mythology. Yeah, you especially people. Oh, mm -hmm. I was just saying, especially when you are uh, when you're thinking of the Greeks, they were they thrived on power being mm -hmm. all powerful so telling about a ancient sub culture of theirs that was all powerful and using it as a way to uh bring down egos of the current cultures to not oversell themselves is probably a smart thing to do in that age of time yeah i mean you get enough people to follow you know whatever it is that you're spouting mm -hmm. you inevitably or inadvertently you know gain traction gain power that way so definitely possible too yeah so uh obviously we we're talking about if it's uh real or not if we think it exists so do you think atlantis exists or are you more on the side of it is just a made-up story i think that a place existed at some point either a city town or something that got lost in a tsunami or a natural effect. And it created a legend like Atlantis. I don't think like Atlantis itself is a thing, but it's kind of, I don't want to say like, like Pompeii, but like, if you think of like Pompeii and what happened to Pompeii, it's like somewhat of like a legendary event in the world. Mm -hmm. I think it's like that, but obviously it happened much longer or way before. So the story gets skewed be more grand than it was. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's pretty much right in line with how I feel about it, too. I mean, there's probably something... I'm not piggybacking, bitch. (laughs) I was going to start talking, but no, you had to open your mouth. No, but essentially, you know, there was probably some sort of event or something that happened, but much like telephone or anything else, it starts to become something that it's not, so that it seems more grand than what it even was to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more so than anything, um, when you have something that you can't prove or no facts to go on, rather hearsay, it becomes kind of hard to keep track of. No, I agree. I definitely think the that Atlantis itself, this uh, idea that we have in the 21st century of this magical flying cars surviving underwater even being ultimate power i think is a fairy tale i think the there was a civilization maybe that greek one the miles that i was talking about existed and they were just so far ahead of other cultures uh that they were in awe it would kind of be like uh if it's probably similar to tribes in africa that are or even tribes in like the rainforest that they were to come out and walk into an industrialized city and then go back and retell the story it's something like that and then like they they were like okay let's go back and that town isn't there anymore and it's just dirt that's i that's what i think happened is it was there and then something happened to erase it and they went back to check on it and it wasn't there but they believe this first storyteller to to go on from that, I, I think like yeah, I think uh, it's also a possibility that someone they they were so far ahead and couldn't maintain that uh, advantage of technology, and everyone caught up to them. And mm-hmm. so when they finally caught up to where they were at, and we're like, well, let's go see where this person or this town is at. You know, they go back, and it's like, no, it's just another one of our cities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's missing. Like. But I will say, I think the idea of Atlantis is super fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a super cool idea. I think everyone that's ever done anything with Atlantis, or how they t- put our own twists on it and all that, is is killer. I think it's a super cool idea, and I'm glad it was something that was created at some point in time. Well, yeah, the whole idea of, you know, it's very captivating. It's very, you know, tension-drawing. It builds wonder. It builds interest. So it certainly is kind of like a fuel for bits of exploration or scientific experimentation and things like that too. So I think it's been valuable across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably one of the few uh, myths or the mysteries and wonders that we're going to look at where we can't say definite, but there is like a 90% possibility that this is completely fictional just from a scientific standpoint uh, with our ability to map the ocean cameras and everything that we've done in these locations that it is believed to Atlantis was described by Plato. There's nothing there. Uh, the fact that people use the same work and come up with 13 different locations and say, this is what they found of Atlantis is another proof that not proof, but a good fact to it being fake and not being a real location. Uh, so experts undeniably agree Atlantis never existed. Uh, they believe if at this point, if it did exist, we would have found some concrete evidence of their culture, uh, be it a grave tomb or 
a a some kind of historical artifact. And that's where, you know, I argue, you know, can we really say that though? Because we haven't explored all that there is mm-hmm. to find. So we, the argument we, we is, you know, plants and shit. If if we have explored everywhere, I could agree with that sort of you know conclusion. But if we haven't, there's always you know scientifically there is always a chance that there is information that we have not gathered or things that we have not seen. No, one hundred percent. Especially if the Bermuda Triangle theory is a correct theory, we have tankers and planes and like twenty. What was it? Twenty planes, thirty boats that have went missing. Yeah. In the Bermuda Triangle, so obviously we can lose things that are pretty massive, and we can assume that things that were built in that era in the 300 BCs and earlier weren't as massive as some tankers. Mm-hmm. Like I would assume most of a village was the size of a tanker, even mm-hmm. in an advanced mm-hmm. city at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, it's definitely science isn't always uh, obviously isn't a telltale. I'm just going. I was <laughs> uh, just given what the scientific experts will say because apparently it's a it's one of those. It's like the uh, forbidden song in uh, music stores and um, things like that. So it's one of those no nos in the scientific community to bring up in a, if you're like new to the area or something like that. You looked a little confused when he said that. What, 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 it was the no no song part. I was like, what the Oh yeah, dude, you, you can't play like Wonderwall and stuff in guitar. Yeah, if you go into a guitar, so there's like a I I don't know what it is, but there's a band song that if you even play a note, they will it's, kick you out. It, it's multiple. There's like uh Nirvana's uh teen I can't even think of the fucking actual names, Teen Spirit and then uh smells like Teen Spirit and then uh Wonderwall. It's just songs that got popularized that like everyone knew the rift of. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne's World, I think, popularized Wonder one of the songs. I don't know which one. Uh, and so it became like a meme, too. And then shops were just like, yeah, no, we don't. They just hate it because that's what people do is they come in. They play riff to the same song over and over and over. Yeah, it's called the Forbidden Riff. It's any riff from a song that's been so badly overplayed at a music store that it creates instant wave of cringe that washes over the staff. So, Stairway to Heaven, Smoke on the Water, Smells Like Teen Spirits, Enter Sandman, Queen. Interesting. Each drop has different band songs, you know, mm-hmm. but... And most yeah. of them are cool about it. Like, I've seen... There's videos of, like really good guitar players who go in there and like, Oh, I don't know how to play guitar. And then they play the four Britain riff and there's like, ha ha ha. Uh, but, uh, choose a different song. Funny. But with that guys, that is another podcast episode. We thank you mm-hmm. guys. Uh, we want to thank you guys. This is something very special. Uh, we say this all the time. We never expected people to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, but in less than six months, you guys got us to 300 listens and you might in your mind, yeah. you're like, Oh, it's 300 listens. It, it's literally 200 more than we ever thought we would have. We thought maybe friends and family would listen to our podcast. And we could tell you, we know for a fact that only like 75 of our come from friends and family. So we thank you guys, whoever you mm-hmm. are for listening. Thank um, you. It means the world. Yeah. I love you. And more um, to come. 
Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna keep going. We're 18 episodes in. Like most podcasts have like 500, so we got a long way to go. We're gonna keep doing this as long as we, uh, you know, our friends. Uh, Xavier, <laughs> James, running your blood. Sorry. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you uh, when we're 35. Uh, <laughs> not you, Randy. <laughs> uh, I'm be dead. Uh, <laughs> that's awful. Hey, yeah. 10, 10 years is a long time from now, man. You're not 25. Oh, wait, we're we're 26. Nine years is a long time from now, man. Uh, but, but anyways, you know what time it is, as always, Alec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the people who make popcorn on a stove and not in a microwave. If you make it in the microwave, get yourself a pot and some butter and or oil and make it on the stove. It's just so much better. It's just so much better. If you're, you're making <laughs> If you're, if you're making it in a microwave, you got some issues. Like you, you're not living a good life. All right, step it up. I mean, the convenience be eating it the whole time. That's I have I, been. It's it's fucking delicious. Let me tell you. And then it leads us to our next section. As always, the shout out. Not shout out. Wow, it's been a while. Uh the next section don't, is don't the sellout. That. They don't know that sellout. Uh. As always, head over to our merch store, sirbude.com slash merch to see all the amazing drawings and merch that Alec has made. Uh, head over to our YouTube channel, hypothetically sound dot YouTube dot com slash hypothetically sound. <laughs> I'm really messing this up. So uh, don't go anywhere. Just tune in next time. Uh, and then uh, hypothetically sound dot dot com to hear all of the podcasts or listen to whatever site you like to listen to it on. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, just search, search hypothetically sound. You'll find us. We thank you. My dog wants to go outside, so I'm gonna go take him out. And uh, until next time, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Okay, uh, what, what are you doing? That's my popcorn. This is why. This is why I shouldn't have made it rain. I knew it. I knew it. No, it's mine. Bad doggy. My popcorn. Get. Silly dog. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.